0: Villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind.
1: Hello listeners, you're back where it's at and this is Tanisha Baker spinning the winning talk show that hits the roof with the truth and the floor with much more while we keep it real and true as we do what we do. It's May 2nd and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, soccer player David Beckham, and exercise guru and entrepreneur Sean T., on this date in 1920, the first game of the National Negro Basketball League was played in Indianapolis. Today, in 1968, Ralph Abernathy led the Poor People's March in an effort to gain economic justice and rights for poor Americans of diverse backgrounds, with the idea that all people should have what they need to live. Also on this date in history in 1963, over 2,000 black and white demonstrators protested segregation were arrested and jailed in Birmingham, Alabama. Just for a little trivia, today is the birth date of Elijah McCoy, who was considered a master inventor and held over 50 patents. His name is where we get the phrase, the real McCoy. It's a new month and that means it's time for a new thing. We've had jumpstart January, feel good February, motivated in March, Aim high in April, and now it is Mind Your Manners in May. It seems like people don't pay much attention to the golden rule these days. You know, that do do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. It seems like I hear please and thank you less and less. We need to all be more mindful of our manners and set that example for others as well, particularly our youth. Fred Astaire said, The hardest job kids face today is learning good manners without saying any if you have respect for yourself and others having good manners should pretty much come naturally let's check out today's quick bits the number of teens in the u.s giving birth is at an all-time low this past thursday federal health officials from the centers for disease control and prevention announced that teen birth rates have declined by 61 percent since the early 1990s the oklahoma reserve deputy who killed eric Harris is found guilty of manslaughter and will serve the maximum four-year sentence. Some political leaders in California decided to get rid of the idea to declare May 26 as John Wayne Day due to racist comments made about African Americans and Native Americans. A group of legislators voted 36 to 19, not to name a day after the famed movie actor due to his, quote, disturbing views toward race. On April 21st, Fox Sports anchor Dan Phillips, out of Nashville, Tennessee, delivered his entire report using as many Prince lyrics as he could. And it seems like that some of his viewers, as well as the station's management, felt it was insensitive and he was therefore terminated. Check my Facebook page for this post. I'm curious as to what you think about this. And now, our happy highlights. Beaverton Bakery in Oregon hires and trains ex-offenders as a part of a second chance program. The initiative started 10 years ago and has hired more than 200 formerly incarcerated individuals since that time. An African-American chess team of all eighth grade girls from Detroit won the gold at a national chess tournament designed for girls under the age of 18. These are some sharp, young, and talented little sisters beating the odds. Checkmate! The last happy highlight for today is about a Chicago high school that had 100% of its seniors admitted to a four-year college or university. Urban Prep Charter Academy is a predominantly black all-boys school. They give new meaning to the phrase, keeping it 100, as this is the seventh year in a row that they can boast of this accomplishment. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after we hear to my day from artist Maurice Carmen.
0: I have a girl like you So if you need me Please hear me Baby, call on.
2: And now it's time for Trending News with my trustworthy friends, Pam and Jay. How are you? Wonderfully well. How about yourself?
3: And I'm fabulous, T.
2: That is great. I'm doing well. And uh we're going to jump right into our stories for today. This first story uh involves a church, and it seems like stories surrounding events at churches and guns and all of that have been trending in the news lately. But this week, we learned about a shooting in a Pennsylvania church after a fight broke out over a seat in the sanctuary. It is reported that the argument started when a church member told Robert Braxton Third that he was sitting in reserved seats while tapping him on the shoulder. Braxton started cursing and fussing over the seat, but, you know, he eventually calmed down after talking to one of the ushers and a pastor. Now, instead of leaving well enough alone, Mark Storms approached Braxton and told him to leave the sanctuary. And Storms had a gun and showed his permit to carry. I guess he was trying to be out being bad or whatever. But Braxton then took a swing at him and got him all riled up all over again. And he told Storms that he had a fake permit and a fake gun. And he said, what are you going to do, shoot me? Well, Storms opened fire, shooting Braxton once in the chest and once in the arm. Braxton was rushed to the hospital but later died from those wounds. So, you know, I know we go to church to meet Jesus, but we don't need the parishioners to expedite the journey. And I just thought, wow, this is a crazy story. But it takes me back to one of the laws that they were going to pass in Mississippi about people having the right to bear arms in church to protect the congregation. And this, you know, is an example, in my opinion, of how that could go terribly wrong. And furthermore,
4: here's my take on that whole story. Uh, I had to read it a couple of times myself because I was in mere shock and disbelief that somebody would take a life over a seat in church. Now, anybody who knows me, uh, knows that I have specific places I like to sit in church. Okay? Mm-hmm. If you, if you catch me, you catch me on Sunday at the cathedral. If I'm not in the choir box, I'm on that fourth row on the end. And uh, fourth row on the end. Fourth row on the end. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And, All right. And that and, and my uh, uh, church that I attend on Saturday, I have a seat on the front row on the end that I like now. Okay. Mm. All right. Somebody, If somebody is sitting in that seat in either one of those seats, even though my name is not on ampute, somebody <laughs> a seat. I'm going to let you have that seat. I'm going to politely Cross over you and get as close to the end as I possibly can because I like end seats, you know. Just
2: in case I got to,
4: you know, hit the
2: aisle. But
3: okay, uh, what you do in
2: the aisles, Jay? What you do in the aisles?
4: Well, now I, I have to get a little little footwork every you now <laughs> okay, and
2: then. But okay, okay. You don't want me. You don't
3: want me stepping over people when he too stepping to the aisle. And go right, right. <laughs> so, you know, here, here's the thing,
4: though. If the seats were indeed reserved, most churches at least the ones that I know of, if the seats were reserved before the start of the service, most churches would have a sign or something that says that the seats are reserved. So how in the world was old boys supposed to know that the seats were reserved for anybody in particular? And if they were not clearly
3: labeled as reserved, let the man sit there. Don't take his life. People here were talking about... You know, why do churches have security officers, you know, have security at church? And, you know, why does security, you know, carry guns and all this? times like that that you might need some security at your church because people are crazy. Anytime you shoot somebody over a seat, and I like my reserve seats too, but I'm not about to go to jail for a life over a church seat. No.
2: Right, right, right. Well, i tell you what, i got another story. I don't know, this might just be the day for crazy stories, but this one is about a woman who went to great lengths to fake her pregnancy. And I've heard of people doing this before, but this lady, she posted pictures online of herself with what apparently uh, looked like a pregnant belly. She sent pictures of her ultrasound to the man that she claimed was the father of the child. She had even named the baby James. And. Her friends had her a baby shower. And when it came time for the baby to come, Donnell Lane, that's the name of the woman, cut a baby out of a pregnant Michelle Wilkins. So she had lured Michelle Wilkins to her home to chat. And after a while, you know, I like guess they got comfortable and all. Lane used two kitchen knives to cut the baby from Wilkins. Now when David Ridley came home, which is supposedly the father of this fake baby, um, he was supposed to be meeting Lane to take her to a doctor's appointment. He found the fetus in the tub and rushed her and the baby to the hospital. At this point, you know, he didn't even know that the other lady was in the home. But she regained consciousness and called the police. Now, Lane's own 19-month-old son had previously drowned, and her relatives believe that this may have led her to this unspeakable act. But she received a total sentence of 100 years. Okay.
4: She went through nine months of a fake pregnancy. hmm. Red flag number one. Red flag number two, she lures this chick over to her house and cuts the other chick's baby out with two kitchen knives. That is correct. Yeah, there are clearly some deeper set mental issues going on here.
3: Yeah, because me being, you know, have been a part of certain surgeries. C-sections, you know, for example. It's hard to cut a baby out Did she used two kitchen knives. That probably was, you know, that could have been dull. You know, anything like that she had to do some serious carving to cut a baby out of somebody's stomach. That's just, that's psychotic right there. And then a hundred years, that might as well just her life. I mean, what's she gonna live to be 139 and then get out? <laughs>
2: you know, I don't know, but I mean, And really, and that was an accumulation of charges as far as assault, kidnapping, and different things like that. One thing she couldn't get charged with was the actual murder of the baby because there was no proof that the fetus had survived outside of the mother's womb for any significant amount of time. And evidently, um, they're in a place where they haven't yet determined that, you know, when they would consider the fetus a human being. And so all of those charges didn't even include that. So I couldn't even imagine if she were in a place where they would charge her for murder of the baby as well.
3: And so did the mother survive? Yes, yeah, she did.
2: So she woke up in the home and called the police, and she survived. She actually went to the trial and all. And um the jurors and her, they were hoping for some kind of glimpse of remorse, but they really didn't get anything. She didn't say anything. She kind of was there, um, emotionless, but she did survive. It really speaks to, cause think about it, how she started this lie. And, you know, I wonder when, when women do that and, you know, a lot of times it's trying to keep a man or whatever. What happens after you fake it and do all of this for all this time and it's time for the baby to come, you know? Right. But uh I don't think I want y'all to answer that, because I, I know that you may have um, some stories or some personal insights into that. So I don't really want you to answer that. That's just a question I'm throwing out there.
4: Like I say every week, you know I'm going to say it. Carry on. One bundle of joy is uh, <laughs> the rival that we all, all three of us are waiting.
2: So, hmm,
3: twiddling. Oh, my.
2: Oh, my. Let me hmm. hurry up to this next story. Now, look, look, I'm moving on quickly, <laughs> because uh we keep warning people about social media. We've talked about social media etiquette, and we've talked about how you're leaving digital footprints. You really cannot erase it. When it's in cyberspace, it's there. It does not disappear. And I've even seen where several coaches of prospective players have checked their social media accounts and decided that the character portrayed is not one that they want on their team. And so they move on to the next candidate. Well, University of Mississippi offensive tackle in one of the top NFL drafts has jeopardized his chances at a successful football career. Laramie Thompson, once favored as the number one draft pick, has slipped to number 13 after a video came out on his Twitter account showing him smoking marijuana through a gas mask. Now, he quickly shut the account down, but not before the video went viral. He says his account was hacked and that his video was a mistake, you know, that was taken years ago, which was actually two. But anyway, there was also an exchange on his Instagram account that revealed he had received payments while he played at Ole Miss, which is a major NCAA violation. And his counsel didn't have enough problems. His stepfather had sued him for domestic violence, saying he attacked him last June. He filed this suit two days before the NFL draft. So it's reported that both parties actually pressed criminal charges and they were eventually all dropped. But I hope you know he can restore his good name and more importantly his character. But in my opinion, it all goes back to carelessness when it has to do with social media and put your business out there.
3: Right, right. Uh, my take on the on the stepfather is that looks like he's just trying to get a little money. Why would you do that two days before the draft and he he uh, mollywhopped you last year?
2: What I didn't understand was. Why would he sue him before he actually had a contract and had some real money?
4: Just crazy. He
2: said his account was hacked, though. <laughs> he said it
4: was hacked. That's his story. He's sticking to it.
2: Right, hmm. right, right. Well, well, y'all know right about now I'm on the boat here at the Peach Theater Symposium and Award, so I guess that's going to have to be it for this bit. Are you finished or are you done? Because we ain't got
3: no more talking. And when you say talking Good. with T, put, put some respect on it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'll try y'all.
2: <laughs> and I can't wait to talk to you all next week when I get back from the trip.
3: And I may tell it, but I'm still a little salty on that trip without me.
2: Oh, mm. I'll be thinking of you all the while.
3: <laughs> well, can I at least get a magnet or something?
4: I can put the magnet on my fridge there. I can put it on my fridge
2: there. Yeah. Oh, your fridge there. Alright, oh you know, I'm a, you know, I got y'all, you know, I got y'all. I'm gonna bring y'all something back. All three of us gonna have, uh, something back from, from Cozumel. Thank goodness that we going over there for this crazy country try to put Trump in the White House and I get over there and he build a wall and not let me back.
4: Maybe.
2: <laughs> come <get> you. <laughs> you. come get me. Y'all yeah. build a wall <laughs> like little ninjas.
4: <laughs> Honey, we, we gonna, we gonna be at the border with signs. Who miss, T?
3: <laughs> let tea free let tea are you free <laughs> alright y'all well I guess I'll see you soon alright
2: peace
1: out well once again we've come close to the end but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook Twitter and Periscope if you listened to last week's show you heard from the fabulous Pishanda DuBose, and along with her many accomplishments and involvements, we talked about the Peach Theater Symposium and Awards Cruise, which set sail today. So, today is the first day of the Peach Theater Symposium and Awards Crew, and guess who's on the boat? That's right. I am honored to be the recipient of the Excellence in News, Media, and Entertainment Award. I'm going to keep you updated throughout this experience, so make sure you check in daily. I want to take a moment to thank everyone that has contributed to the show and those that have tuned in and supported Talking With T. Continue to spread the word about the show. You can now download Talking With T on iTunes or TuneIn Radio. You can also subscribe to Talking With T daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Life is an echo. What you send out comes back. What you sow, you reap. What you give, you get. What you see in others exists in you. Zig Ziglar. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tee.